Support for WRFA is brought to you by Southern Chautauqua Federal Credit Union. As a local community resource, Southern Chautauqua Federal Credit Union is committed to providing its members with the professional financial services they have come to expect. Southern Chautauqua Federal Credit Union provides credit union membership to people who live, work, worship, attend school, do business, and any other entities within Chautauqua County. For more information, including how to become a member, call or text 716-665-7000 or visit them on the web at 665-7000.com. And again, you're listening to Community Matters. The folks with the Jamestown Public Market are bringing back a program that supports farmers while also supporting their mobile market program. We talked with Market Director Linnea Carlson and St. Luke's Jessica Frederick about that program, as well as the Grow Jamestown event coming up later in April. We have in the studio with us Jamestown Public Market Director Linnea Carlson and Children's and Youth and Family Minister for St. Luke's Episcopal Church, Jessica Frederick. Thanks for coming in to talk with me today. Thank you Thank so you. much. So uh, it's been kind of one of those early spring weeks, hasn't it? In Western New York, we've had sub-freezing temperatures, we've had snow, freezing rain, but we've we've also have seen some sun and, and we're going to get into the 60s today. So it's not too out of the box to talk to both of you about things that grow. So to start with, um, there was a program that you introduced last year that is back again. So can you tell us what is happening this year with the Mobile Market CSA? Yeah, absolutely. So last year, uh, Luke and Jessica kind of approached me as the director with an idea for a new program that would reach more community members, but also hopefully sustain the mobile market operations. And that was a CSA program. And so um, for those who aren't familiar, uh, CSA stands for Community Supported Agriculture. And uh, it's just a fabulous way to support local farmers, but also uh, in this way that we're doing it to support the mobile market. And so um, that'll be returning this year for the second year in a row. And um, last year we had 50 individuals uh, sign up for the CSA. And this year we're hoping to double that to 100. Wow. So when it comes to signing up, you know, this you said it supports farmers, but how does so how does this work? You say it supports farmers, but then people get food, but how so I don't know which one of you wants to go first on it. <laughs> yeah, I'll turn it over to Jessica because she used to be a farmer. Uh, so she knows all about CSAs. Yeah. So CSAs, the way it works is customers pay upfront at the beginning of the growing season. And so that is, the springtime is a really heavy investment time for farmers where they're buying seeds and everything that they need to grow. So folks kind of put in an upfront investment and in return, they get a commitment from the farmer that they will get whatever's in season. And so you are really, as a CSA member, you are eating kind of the flavor of the season. So if it's a hot summer, you might get a lot of zucchini. But if it's cool and wet, you might get um, chard and kale and all the rest. So the flavor of each summer changes every year. And um, it's great for farmers to know that produce is sold before it even goes into the ground. So that's kind of the basic model of CSA. That was the main model for my farm. And um, yeah, that's that's the inspiration behind this project. Right. And uh, thinking about it, when you're paying up front, thinking about for both the consumer and for the farmer, we're dealing with a lot of inflation right now. So to have that money up front that it probably, in terms of 
buying power for the farmer and allowing them to do what they need to do for the growing season must help a lot. And also for the consumer, we don't know what's going to happen with prices at the grocery store. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's so great, too, because, um, you know, farmers markets are wonderful and it, it takes a lot to package the produce to get it to market, to unpack it, and then to pack it up at the end of the day if there's any left over. Whereas the CSA, it's already it, you already know that it's going to a customer that's going to be able to appreciate it and, and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In terms of if someone's looking to sign up, and they've maybe not done a CSA before. Last year, it was my first time doing a CSA. And so I knew what to expect because I have so many friends who've done it before. But what what can I, if I'm coming and picking up produce, what can I expect? Yeah, so when you sign up for our CSA, you're investing in the farmer, but you're also investing in the mobile market because some of that, uh, your, your investment uh, goes into our general operating budget for things like gas and maintenance for our vehicle and that sort of thing. But what you get in return is for the 16 weeks that the mobile market runs, um, every Wednesday you come to St. Luke's, we have a, a pickup time frame, and uh, you will get a crate of fresh fruits and vegetables that you get to take home. And we have three levels. So if you've never done a CSA before and you're looking to kind of introduce some seasonal vegetable eating into your diet, into your household, um, we, we suggest that you start with our uh, fun size, which is the smallest. But then we have two sizes uh, up. We have a uh, family size and then a full size. And that depends on, you know, the full size we recommend for people who just absolutely love their vegetables and they know they're going to eat the variety. And so each size up, you kind of get a couple more uh, uh, fruits or vegetables added into the CSA share for that week. And like Jessica said, it's a variety every week. You really don't know what you're going to get until that week. We do send out um, an email the Saturday or Sunday before that gives you a list of what you're going to get that week, along with recipes that we we curate uh, and recommend, as well as uh, information on the farm itself and the mobile market to, so that you can learn more about how you're supporting the local families um, and community through the mobile market. Uh, and so, yeah, if you want to sign up, you can sign up right on our website. It's jtownpublicmarket.org CSA, and it'll uh, give you details on the program itself, and then there's a, a spot to, to sign up. And so the fund size is a $200 investment for that 16 weeks, and then the family size is... Uh, or is it full? I always get confused. Family How, is the middle size. Five, yeah. Yes, family yeah. family is uh, three seventy five, and then full is five hundred. Uh, and and we also have a bread add on. So for an additional sixty dollars for the season, you can get a fresh baked loaf of bread from Lizzie Byler, who is uh, at market every week as well, and she just loves that. She loves to bake bread, so um, you know you can sign up for that as well. So. Yeah, the bread option, that's definitely new. Do you have lined up who the farms are that are going to be providing the produce this year? Absolutely, yep. So we work primarily with Abers Acres and Hidden Valley Produce, who are both at market every week. Um, And then uh, throughout the the season, once in a while, we'll have farmers who we work with who say, hey, I have a ton of this or I have a ton of that. Could you use it in the CSA? Um, And we try to get creative, too. So, like, I don't know, Jessica, if you want to talk about the garlic that we had last year. Last year we had uh, some 
garlic left over. Um, and so we had some of the youth at St. Luke's, our confirmation class, plant garlic. Um, it was an heirloom variety in the fall as they were starting their confirmation class. And then in the summer when it came ready, we pulled that garlic up and then that became part of our, our CSA share. So. so, yeah, and you were mentioning, Lene, about when you put out an email about recipes. I'm thinking, you know, some people might think, well, this is great. I want to get, I want to support the mobile market or I, I want to bring more vegetables or fruit into my diet, but what do I do with them? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, what so can you tell us more about the recipe stuff? Yeah, so Jessica and I work together and it's been great because she like like she said she was a farmer, but she also, you know, she has a passion for fruits and veggies like I do and so it's fun to share different unique recipes with each other. Um but we've also uh added in some different tips and tricks for how to preserve your produce. So, you know, how do you best store it so that it lasts longer? Maybe how do you freeze it? Um that sort of thing. So, we even had some members submitted recipes yeah. last year where, where folks really found a keeper and, and wanted to share mm-hmm. with the CSA community. So that mm-hmm. was really cool. Mm-hmm. And from as you're from St. Luke's, I was kind of knowing that there's this, this partnership has been going on now for a couple of years with um, St. Luke's and the, and the public market and the mobile market. Uh, why why is St. Luke's involved in this? Why, why is it important for them to support these kinds of um, initiatives? Because... We believe that the church, the work of the church is also about being part of our community and serving our community as well as something that we really care about at St. Luke's is like holistic health um, and food and good nutritious food for everyone, right? So part of the work that we do is how do we build a culture that supports our community and encourages kind of the health and, and flourishing of everybody. Um, so the, the food is just, you know, a really natural component. Mm-hmm. And that, that even ex- Not your program, but it even extends to dogs as you have the father. Yeah, Bernard. exactly. <laughs> so, and, and, and those biscuits, my, my dogs love those biscuits too. So <laughs> not your program, don't mean to get off topic No, it's, it's important, you know, and we, last year, yeah, Father Bernard's was at the farmer's market and it's it was great because every week we got our dog customers that would come down and they get excited, the dogs, they come up to the tent, you know, and they're ready for their treats. It's fun to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big part of kind of the work that we do with mm-hmm. the public market and the CSA is like, how do we build community? right mm-hmm. um through and and of course like who how do you build community but through food like that's what brings people together mm-hmm. and you know market obviously that we'll talk more about this I, I promise listeners you'll hear more about this year's market maybe around may but i want we want to talk about the mobile market not just because of the csa happening but how that mobile market works within the community with what their mission is in terms of this whole this holistic idea of feeding people and getting people healthy. So what is happening with the mobile market? Is there anything new you can update us on yet? Well, we'll keep you posted and please, you know, look at our social media. But we we did receive a fantastic grant through Cummins Engine at the national level. Uh, they're they're uh, uh, corporation donated um, a generous amount of money for us to purchase a new vehicle. So that will uh, hopefully be debuting with the start of our mobile market season. I'm very excited about it. We're going to get it all decked out with our logo and you won't be able to miss us as we speed through town. Uh, I'm very excited about it. Um, We're also hopeful to be adding a sixth stop. So we'll be doing three on Wednesdays and three on Thursdays just to continue to increase that ability for people to access us. 
And then, um, you know, we're really excited, again, about building community around food. And so, you know, the CSA program is an integral part of the mobile market, and it's a unique model for mobile market operations in the sense that the food that you're you would be getting through the csa is the exact same food that will be offered that day at the mobile market and so you know uh, everyone in the community is kind of has the opportunity to eat at the same table which i i absolutely love um and fits right in with with the mission of both st luke's and the jamestown public market and so it's just so fun every week you know you come to the mobile market or you come to the public market or you you know pick up your csa and you just really don't know what's going to be there and it's different every year too we kind of have an idea of what's going to be available month to month but it depends on the weather and it depends on other circumstance um you know so it's just a a thrill and and at the mobile market you know we have a partnership with cornell cooperative extension snap education program and so individuals who come to mobile market you know if you you really don't know what to do with your produce um we'll share a recipe with you and we often have uh tasting demonstrations so you can actually have a little sample of of whatever we're making that week. Um, and then we're also continuing our VeggieRx program through uh, our partnership with the Chautauqua Center, who is our main sponsor of the mobile market. We could not do the mobile market without them, so we're super excited for that. Uh, and they are very dedicated to the health of our community. They have a plethora of initiatives and programs, and they run their, their dental program, their primary care offices, as well as their mental health services right here in Jamestown and Dunkirk. Uh, and so we're going to be working with them to expand the VeggieRx program to the North County as well. So more information will be forthcoming there, too. But uh, it's just a great way for for people who, you know, their doctors have, you know, talked to them about incorporating fruits and veggies into their diet for for whatever reason. Um, The VeggieRx program is a way for people to get a free prescription so that they can get fresh fruits and veggies every week. So we got a lot going on, but it's all good stuff. And uh, so remind listeners again, if you want to learn more about the CSCA for the mobile market that's happening this year, go to jtownpublicmarket.org. Did I get that right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. And I'm sitting here thinking, you know, we talk about spring and that and things that grow is that I always have this ambitious thought that I'm going to grow something in my garden this year. I'm going to plant, yeah, I'm going to plant raspberry bushes. That's my big goal this year. And I, I love it. And, you know, the thing <laughs> is, is I think about that. I want to do these things when I think about the realistic you know, aspect of it all. And I'm really, I, you know, signing up for CSA probably is a much smarter thing because someone is more successful at growing things than I am. <laughs> so, you know, I encourage people to check that out. But talking about growing things, segue into an event that's coming up not too long from now. It's, you know, maybe a little less than a month, but the Grow Jamestown event is coming back. Yes. We, you know, we've, we've had the event kind of in its own way, but we're going to have an in-person event. Yeah. Yeah. So this will be the first time that we've had an in-person grow fair since 2019, which I'm beyond excited about um, because it's my favorite event of Jamestown. It really is. And, you know, Julia, it's a when you're talking about, you know, your ambition to grow things, but you're not sure what's realistic. The grow fair is the perfect event for you because the point of the grow fair is education and collaboration with community. And so we have a lot of vendors this year um, that uh, every year that can help you understand what's realistic for your life, what your your hopes are in terms of growing, whether that's native, beautiful native plants or flowers in your garden, or you want to grow vegetables or fruits. Um, um, and uh, the neat thing about the Grow Fair 
um, this year is it's going to be a lot different. It's going to look a lot different, but it's still going to be the same, have the same values and the heart that the Grove Fair's always had. So in 2021, uh, we took over the uh, direction of the Grow Garden Fair from the Jamestown Renaissance Corporation, and they've been very supportive in that transition. And uh, we did take away the home component because that really doesn't fit in with our mission of building Jamestown's food system. But rather, this year, um, all of our vendors and workshops are going to be exclusively focused on growing, gardening, or our food system and the environment. And so um, rather than being at the ice arena this year, we're going to be doing a hybrid indoor-outdoor event with a street festival similar to the farmer's market. And then we're going to have some indoor vendors at the community space at Covenant Manor. So shout out to our sponsor sponsor millennia uh, housing group uh, and uh, then we're going to have our workshops that are free to the public the event itself is free but the workshops will also be free will be held uh, throughout the day at st luke's undercroft area on the corner of fourth and main and so we're going to have a workshop on composting we're going to have a workshop on honeybees and then a workshop on uh, plastic pollution awareness and so um, the idea is to celebrate our earth it's Earth Day weekend, April 23rd is the day of the event. And so um, what better way than to come out and learn how you can you can better support, uh, you know, the earth through growing, uh, gardening and all things spring. Uh, there's going to be a food truck. Uh, we're going to have lots of retail vendors, community organizations. You can come down and learn. We're going to have raffles, lots of raffles. We love a good raffle. Uh, so don't miss out there. Uh, and we're just excited about it. Kids activities too. Everything you want. It's going to be there. And this is taking place in the same location that you've had the public market? Yeah, so 3rd Street between North Main and Cherry. Uh, and then um, the Covenant Manor space is right there on 3rd Street. So um, the indoor vendors and the outdoor vendors will be all in one location. And then um, you can walk right up to St. Luke's for the workshops. Uh, and the workshops will start at 1030. The event it itself runs from 10 to 3. So the event, and noticing that the event is happening Earth Day, obviously that's a great play on everything with growing and all that but is why did you decide to move this later than you both the events traditionally been in march but why did you decide to move it to april yeah so originally you know we were going back and forth about covid restrictions you know what's going to be realistic and then we decided that you know fun outdoor street festivals are our jam and why not like you know it's it's earth day let's be outside let's celebrate springtime uh you know and we obviously can't predict the weather but we're hopeful that it'll be a beautiful day um and you know the other piece of it is as we continue our collaboration with st luke's and other community organizations um we want to do more to share educational opportunities with the community about how they can support um, our environment and our earth. And so we've been been working to kind of revive the Green Up Jamestown initiative with St. Luke's Episcopal Church, uh, as well as partnering with our sponsors of this event. So Brajota's Farmland Produce and Garden Center is a first time sponsor, a presenting sponsor of the event this year, which we're, we're thrilled about. Uh, and they're going to be, be presenting some really cool uh, information about their business and the direction that they're going, um, but also what they offer the community. And then, you know, the Resource Center is returning again as a presenting sponsor, um, and their community uh, uh, really rallies behind the Grow Fair, has been a sponsor from the beginning, um, and celebrates gardening and growing. Uh, and then we're, we're collaborating with different community groups, such as um, the Chautauqua Watershed Conservancy and the Audubon Community Nature Center, um, are around uh, how we can better share uh, information on, again, how you can better connect with the earth. 
you know, our earth is the only one we got, uh, you know, and so um, it's a beautiful thing. And uh, there's nothing more spectacular to me than than getting in the dirt and digging around, you know, planting, gardening, composting. And I know Jessica feels the same way and so many of our supporters and volunteers. And so there's something for everyone at, at the garden fair. And that's why I love it. You know, you can be a complete newbie and have never planted anything in your life, but you still enjoy spring, right? We all do. Uh, and so it's it's just a fun way to come together over that. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the Green Up Initiative. What is that initiative? Yeah, so I don't know, Jessica, if you have any thoughts to add on that, but I know it's something that was started at St. Luke's Episcopal Church really to celebrate um, our environment uh, and to come together around uh, greening initiatives. Um, and that's kind of, it's kind of gone dormant, as unfortunately many things have with, with the, the coronavirus pandemic, but um, we're, we're collaborating with several different community groups to see what we can do in the future. So that's exciting. So and, and thinking about what about what was done before, what happened with the initiative before the pandemic? What kind of activities were, were involved? I have to say that that was before my time oh, at was. St. Okay. Luke's. I do know that there was an art installation in mm-hmm. the church as part of it. There were mason jars, um, and it was like this pillar of light. It was really cool, yeah. And it was just to celebrate, you know, Earth and, and our environment and our community. And I know there was a lot of workshops throughout the community. There was collaboration with Jamestown Community College, and Tuan leaders of uh, Roger Tory Peterson brought in a, a speaker to talk about, I think it was penguins, and how we can support the, you know, penguin, learn about the penguins. So, um, you know, it was really just a way, again, another way to come together as a community. Um, I did a, uh, when I first started as the director, I did a roundtable event for Green Up that was about food sustainability. So it's always been a passion of St. Luke's. Um, and so, you know, it was kind of just a natural fit for us as we look at the future of the Grow Jamestown event. You know, how can we do something a little different, but again, still stay true to who we are and how we can celebrate, you um, the earth and in our community around us and and for us you know growing and gardening fits right into that so mm-hmm. thinking about things of uh, some some of the things that we've talked about here on WRFA is about you know equity and underserved populations and how do programs like either grow Jamestown or the mobile CSA how do they help this community in that regard yeah, so we are always mindful of how our programs are, are equitable and easily accessed by everyone in the community. So that's why a, a, um, something that we're committed to with the Grow Fair is that it always remains free. And so thanks to our generous sponsors, and I'm going to throw in um, Equitable Advisors, Adams Phillips, because he's the last sponsor there that I haven't mentioned yet. You know, people like Adam help us uh, sustain that event because they donate to to the the event's operational budget and allow us to keep it free for the community. And, you know, the market's free. And things like the mobile market, you know, we do have set prices for the mobile market, but we take a lot of different forms of payment. So the mobile market and the public market accepts SNAP benefits or food stamps. We also participate in the Double Up Food Bucks program, so you can double and stretch those dollars. We accept WIC coupons and the Seniors Farmers Market checks, um, but we also never turn anyone away from our program. So if you come to the mobile market and you're in need of food, we're going to make sure that you get that. Uh, and then, Jessica, I don't know if you, do you want to share about the uh, new exciting way that you can invest in our CSA this year that we're excited about? Yeah, so we are going to be able to expand the the methods of payment that we receive. We'll be receiving SNAP benefits as well to mm-hmm. pay for um, CSA because we don't want it to be kind of a matter 
because we want equitable distribution and, and access to vegetables, we wanted to be able to take um, different methods of payment. Um, and also, you know, the way that the produce that we give out at the CSA being the same stuff that we give out at the um, that's distributed at the mobile market. So there is, you know, equitability. That's a word, right? Yes. <laughs> it's all it's all the same table, you yeah, know, like exactly. like we were saying. And so so yeah, so if you want to invest in the CSA but um, you want to use your SNAP benefits, you can contact us and we can create a payment structure um, or kind of a sliding fee sliding fee scale. There we go. Uh, uh, to help pay for that um, and it's just another way to invest and that money goes still goes directly to the program and the farmers. Well, yeah, that that is something definitely different because when it comes to uh, food stamps, you know, the SNAP programming, that's a monthly allocation. So, you know, to have the amount of money to put up front is not possible. I mean, for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that's that's really exciting uh, uh, news there about that program. So cool. Is there anything else either of you would like to add about either the mobile CSA or the um, the Grow Jamestown or any uh, other related events or activities coming up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, uh, this Saturday, April 2nd, you can come and see us at the Grow Jamestown Community Garden on the corner of Lakeview and 6th. So we also run three of our city's community gardens. And this weekend, we're partnering with the Audubon Community Nature Center, thanks to a grant from the Sheldon Foundation. We're going to be revitalizing that space. So we're replacing some of the garden beds that have aged out. The wood's gotten a little rotten and the, the beds need some help but we're also going to be weeding turning the compost and then get uh, preparing some native plant beds um, because we discovered that the ornamental plants at the community garden were not uh, conducive to our ecosystem and so with a partnership with audubon community nature center um, we're going to be planting in june some native plants uh, that we've been working with uh, royal fern nursery is going to be helping us uh, get those plants and so um yeah this weekend anybody can show up and kind of see what we're all about you can get your hands in the dirt uh, and and volunteer to help us kind of revitalize that space Um, but you can also sign up for a community garden plot that's open and you can find that information on our website as well Um, but it's $25 for you get a plot for the whole season Um, and if you're new to gardening you know you you can work with us to learn about the best things to plant Um, and uh, we're super excited for that as well. Wow, yeah, and so it's all like this whole cycle. So if you want, if you if you don't want to grow anything, you just want to eat delicious food, you can sign up for the CSA or go to the public market. Uh, or if you want to grow, you can get a plot and then go to the Grow Jamestown Fair. <laughs> exactly, learn how, to, learn how to plant everything, and yep. then hopefully everything works out. And for then you. you can you can take your leftovers from the CSA and you can throw it in our compost pile, and then we get some good soil to grow things for next year. It's great. Right, whole cycle of life. So yeah. Well, well, Lene and Jessica, I I appreciate you both coming in, and thank you so much for being on the air with us today. Thank you. Thank you.